Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Time for Ben's story of the day. Uh, Ben is back at the home office as he is every night. He is the guy who makes this show go. He does all the heavy lifting. He moves the boulders and does whatever has to be done to make sure that we stay on the air. And what I'm going to do is I am giving Ben three stories from around the world. They are unique stories. They are odd stories. I'm going to give Ben three stories, and then however he chooses to, he will decide which one is his story of the day. Are we ready? Ready. All right, let's start with uh, a Florida couple. Not a Florida man, as we like to have, but a Florida couple. Um, so these the, this couple was, they saw, they were getting married. They've got a wedding coming up. And they saw this mansion for sale, a 16,000 square foot mansion on a sprawling estate in Fort Lauderdale, and thought, hmm, that's an interesting place. And because it was for sale, they, under the guise of being potential buyers, went on a tour of the property and noticed nobody was living there. Hmm, it was empty. Well, they got really smart and decided, you know what we're going to do? no one lives there. We're holding our wedding on site. We're going to have our wedding on the property at this mansion. Unfortunately, what they didn't know was the owner had moved out of the home while it was for sale, but was living in the little house next door. (laughs) And suddenly all these guests are showing up and they're setting up a wedding on his lawn. And he called the police saying, People are trespassing on my property. Can you please come and take them away? Wedding did not go off quite as planned. A brilliant idea in a stupid kind of way. A little more research probably should have been done. Yes. Could you imagine all the guests come to the home and then you realize, yeah, there are, you can't. We, we haven't rented it. We never got permission. Anyway, let's Even carry weirder, on. What's it like if you just had hundreds of people randomly show up on your front yard? <laughs> See, if we had, now my, my front yard could probably hold a wedding of about 20 on a good day, maybe 30 in COVID time, maybe five, but you know what? If 20 people show up on my front yard unannounced and they say we're holding a wedding, you know what? I'll bring out the coffee. I'll, I'll crank up the music. I'll, you know, I'll help you out. If don't, I mean, don't necessarily have everyone in the place asking to come use the bathrooms and don't pee in our bushes. But, you know, I'll, I'll join in the festivities, but also it's, you know, a little different. Uh, story number true, no, story number two comes from New Hampshire, where they were doing one of these gender reveals, which are all the rage these days. Everybody's got to do a gender reveal. You, you know, hit a baseball that's really an exploding thing, or you hit a pinata or you whatever, pink or blue. Everyone comes around to see if you're having a boy or a girl. Well, this guy decides that he's going to have the gender reveal to end all gender reveals and buys 80 pounds of tannerite, which is a gigantic (laughs) explosive and goes to a quarry where he sets up for the biggest gender reveal in history. Unfortunately, it was such a monumental explosion when this went off that neighbors in the area thought there was an earthquake and I guess... (laughs) I guess reading devices, what do you call them? Seismic readers were going off saying there was an earthquake. (laughs) The picture that goes with this, it was a boy, by the way. The picture that goes with this, this looks like something in Vietnam when they were carpet bombing the jungle, but with blue bombs. (laughs) 
they uh, they got in all kinds of trouble for um for this one. It was extreme. Houses in the vicinity had pictures falling off their walls <laughs> because the blast was so significant. Wow, that is outstanding. But I mean, hey, and, if you're gonna go out with a bang, that's a way to do that, it. That is a bang. That is a bang. And story number three. This, uh, you know, this is a very clever kid, although it's kind of gross, but it's a very clever kid. This six-year-old, gr- sorry, grade six student in, I don't know where they're, in Florida. Hey, we're back in Florida. A grade six student in Florida would notice that his cat was always walking around the house with its tail up. And when the cat's tail is up, its little, you know, poo-poo device is exposed. And when it would walk around the house, this grade six student decided, I don't know if I want to be sitting where the cat's poo-poo hole has leaned against the couch or a chair. How many places in our house does the cat's opening rub against in a daytime? Oh, no. Well, it was science fair time. This kid came up with the genius idea, borrowed one of mom's red lipsticks. (laughs) colored up the cat's anus and then and then well followed around to see how many red barks there are in the house <laughs> so many things that mom was probably not happy with all the red lipstick smears on the furniture the fact that her lipstick has now been <laughs> pressed into the cat's poo poo hole but but the kid got a great mark for his for his science experiment for creativity, uh, and you got to see the kid. He looks like a male little orphan Annie. <laughs> anyway, I mean, genius idea. My science projects were not like this. I had some pretty good ones, but painting up my cat's poo poo hole with a lipstick of one of my mom's lipsticks never dawned on me. But good for the kid. So, in an epic. Ben's story of the day today. Will it be the guy who tried to hold a wedding at a mansion that he thought was abandoned, only it wasn't? Will it be the guy who had the gender reveal with 80 pounds of explosives that caused paintings and stuff to fall off neighbors' walls? Or will it be the grade six student who put lipstick on his cat's butt to see how many times it rubbed against the furniture? Oh, man, something about this kid and his scientific endeavors really speaks to me. And that's because one of my favorite quotes of all time, I believe it was Adam Savage, who said, the difference between science and goofing off is you write it down. Then in Spinal Tap, it was Nigel St. Ubbins, I believe, who said the difference, there's a fine line between clever and stupid. Both of those quotes fill this exactly. All right, so we're going with the the lipstick butt. That is, I just hope we got to go. I just hope the kid told mom which lipstick it was before he put it back in her lipstick pile. Either that, or she <laughs> takes off the cap and it's suspiciously hairy. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Radley Show weeknights from six to eight on nine hundred CHML.